All right, today is Saturday, December twelfth. I'm here with my oh. my buddy Joseph. Way, way, way to date the episode. Well, I <laughs> there's gonna be a timestamp on it anyway. <laughs> so some things that happened um, that we could talk about are the uh, Counter Strike CSPPA stuff, as okay. well as the Cyberpunk release, as well as the Shadowlands release, um, and then we could talk about holiday lighting. Because part of me wants to put up lights on my house. Yeah. Um, okay. Right, so, so Counter Strike. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for for anyone listening, the the Counter uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive, um, the professional players have a players association. Um, CS. PPA, um, and recently, um, something historic happened in that before a match, um, these some of these players uh, from Mouse Sports decided to strike over a, an issue uh, with voice comms uh, because Blast, the tournament organizer, they they keep recordings of the voice communication and then uh, they sometimes use it for uh, something called mic'd up moments. And it's when they show replays with, with the mics on. Um, and it's usually like end of round stuff, just celebration, and things like that. So um, when you say, ahead. I just want to, yeah, I just want to say one thing. When, when we say strike, we actually mean that the players refused to play. Uh, yes. The word strike here doesn't have anything to do with the game being called Counter-Strike or anything like that. Yeah, perfect. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they refused to play. They delayed it a couple hours, and then there was a, there was a shitstorm on Twitter. And um, actually, so at, at first I was like, oh, this is cool, you know. Um, you know, they, they did it to get it done. But yeah, yeah, it was like a power to the players kind of moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then I learned something. I learned a little bit more about the uh, CSPPA. Um, so the the issue is that, and I, I'm going to talk a little bit about it, but there's a couple of different reasons. And the first one is is okay. So all the teams, literally all the like tier one teams. Um, signed a letter and in that letter they said they actually resolved um, the the situation weeks before okay yeah with blast so with blast yes because the contract the contract is with blast and the teams like the team owners not not the players and blast so the players are hired by the team owners, and then the team, the teams, they're the ones who set up the contracts with the tournament organizers. Um, so that that's the situation right there. Um, and and apparently they they already resolved the situation weeks before. So. So what that kind of starts to look like, is kind of like an attack now. Why does it look like an attack? Well, 
Okay, because one you're yes. saying it looks like an attack that the CSPPA um, kind of did against Blast, right? Yes, Blast like to because undermining it, slash routing yep. around the team owners. Yeah, so Blast is okay. Hold on. So Blast is currently having its finals, um, final like tournament, and and so a lot of eyes are on it, and this thing comes up. Yeah, now, Blast. The is, thing this is, is, Blast is a big is a big deal. Like you, yeah. you launch the game Counter Strike, and you can see the current Blast tournament, and it, it's a big deal. They want you to watch it. It's integrated into the game. It's a big thing. This isn't some yeah. small tournament. Yeah, exactly. And um, so the issue is that once, once if if we say like, okay, the the team they resolved this weeks ago, and either they didn't tell their players, or or it was an attack. Um, so it could be that the teams didn't tell their players, but I mean, all the teams signed that letter. Okay, um, there's a few people. Um. Yes, they're 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 businessmen, right? And and you know if they did you know fuck up, you know they they probably wouldn't come out. But I mean, there's some owners that aren't like that. Um, just just their history, not that I know personally, but that I've heard from from actual reputable like journalists, um, like Richard Lewis. Um. So so there's there's they're they're putting their reputation on the line. These owners with this letter. Um, so I'm, I'm actually a little inclined to believe them more and also because of, of the things I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you here in a second. Um, so blast. So they did the, the, the strike action against blast. And the reason why it's an issue is because the CSPPA, um, so they can sign off on your event. They, you actually have to pay them. So this is how, this is their business model. Because they're not an actual real, they're not a real union. They're they're just a players. They they call themselves a players association, but they're not a union. They don't take union. Well, they they might, but they don't solely go off of union fees and. Hang they, on. They, so you're saying that if I if I be, want to become a tournament organizer, and I can do the, I can go through this process with the CSPPA where I pay them money. And they will give their like seal of approval onto yes. my tournament. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, well so, now now this this does, sounds like extortion or something. Yes, so it's a quid pro quo kind of situation. It's not a real players union. They don't really have their 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 business. They don't really have their players, you know, uh, as a top priority. They have business dealings as a top priority. And this players association is dealing with these tournament organizers. And they should actually, I mean, that that's just, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, so they're, they're dealing with these tournament organizers. Um, and, and that's their business, right? So you can see, you can, you can kind of start, um, looking where, where, where issues might arise. Um, but anyways, they, uh, Blast did not, it does not have the seal of approval from the CSPPA. Okay. And, okay. and neither does, uh, Flashpoint. So 
<clears throat> ESL, <clears throat> MTG, um, MTG owns ESL, DreamHack, and ESCA. Um, so they're the largest tournament organizer in Counter-Strike. Um, and I mean, maybe in a couple other games too, but they host like 80% of the events in a year. So, wow. Okay. So that's a big deal. Yeah. So, so they, their competitors earlier. Is that just another tournament organizer? Yes. It's, it's a uh, league. It's a, it's a team owned league. Okay. Um, so they didn't sign up with the CSPA. So what this looks like is, is just an attack on blast. So that's, that's the issue. Um, and then there was a couple Twitter stuff going on with, with, um, a player from the CSP PA who's on the board. Um, um, but yeah, that's, that's the, the issue with the CSP PA. So, I, I actually, after after listening to a lot of um, because Richard Lewis and Thorin from they they are a uh, um, journalist in in um, the Counter Strike scene um, and esports scene in general, but they they talked about it for a very long time on on their show. And how do they how do they feel about the CSPPA? Yeah, so they. I mean, they don't. They don't like it. Um, they think it gets in the way of a real union. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, that begs the question then: if the CSPPA isn't really widely respected as a players' union, then why did Mao's, uh, the first team to play, as well as whatever team they were going to play against, why did the players strike? Like who told them to strike and why did they well, agree to it? Chris J is a player on Mouse and he's on the board of the CSPPA. Okay, this sounds very um And yes, yes. So yes, the CSPPA has active players on their board. That seems... So more conflict of interest for you, yeah. Yeah, it seems like if anything, the players union should be run by not a player. Yes, it should be run by either not players that are very like close, very close to the scene, or by retired players, which there's a lot of. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, hopefully, what we see from this fucking uh, uh, backlash of this on the CSPPA is is an actual. Now it's going to be really difficult, but like an actual player union. The reason it's going to be difficult is because all the players are signed up to these fucking like five year contracts or something. Yeah. Um because the CSPP is a fucking agency pretty much. It's pretty much an agency and they've done agency dealings in the past. That's also another issue. Um another other issue. This so we're getting into like lore issues that you know, it's just kind of scummy things, but it's not really like anything um crazy. Um like they they they're not the company is not a they're not a they don't keep their word as in there's this ongoing dispute with one of these leagues or one of these TOs, uh, Flashpoint. So Flashpoint actually hired the CSPPA um, to do um, a ranking system so they can have like a neutral ranking system because the CSPPA, um, their teams, they actually, they didn't find any this year because of COVID, but they actually find their teams if they don't keep their team on the rank 15 or, or higher. So okay. in the world. 
So their teams, their Flashpoint teams, they have to have teams that are are within the uh, rank 15 to, to you know to the rank one in the world. Otherwise, they get fined. And <laughs> that so seems they, a little they, harsh. So they wanted the CSPPA to create a, like a neutral ranking system. Right. Okay. Like a, like yeah, like a third party kind of way to rank all the teams, and everybody agrees by this ranking. Yeah, so the CSPPA, they didn't do it, and they they uh, breached the contract. Oh. And they um they turned their and then they released the rankings and it was the worst thing ever and everyone made fun of it. No, it was and all it was bad. It was really bad, and um, uh, apparently just yeah. I mean, it was bad. I looked at it. It was bad. Um, the rules, some of the rules didn't make sense and. They've currently they've revised it since then, and so it's, it's a bit better now. Like, do um, you do you think that you and I slash mainly you could have come up with a better ranking than their first original one? Yeah, so it definitely looks like on the original one that they just kind of did it like like overnight or something. Like, wow. it's that insane. Wow. Um, okay, so I have a I have one more question. Um, sure. So let's say. Uh, for the sake of argument that the cspPA is like totally just a business they aren't looking out for the players interests whatever was there any merit behind them having some kind of disagreement about the voice communications and how blast was using them is there any merit to that argument yes so there has been two cases at least where blast they fucked up and they and they kind of um they let people hear more than what they should have um and yes that is a fuck up um when you say hear more than they should have you mean like strategies and stuff like that okay strategy and what what the cspPA came out the reason why they 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 took the strike action is because they said that someone leaked uh communication now they didn't specify what happened or how it happened or what communication got leaked to who they just said communication got leaked so what they imply is that communication got leaked in a way where where someone sold something so another team could benefit because they're gonna play against the team that got leaked that's right. what they're implying but think about how 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 unlikely that and I, it, it, yeah. it it could be more of a situation where it was just leaked like as in like it somehow got out um which is bad it is bad and yes i agree that that they 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 should um, I do agree that they should limit the, the recording, that they shouldn't keep the recordings, all which I think were resolved weeks before the strike, actually. With the team owners and yes. the contract they had with Blast. Okay. Yes. Um, so that's that's the CSPPA in a nutshell. If you want to um, like read more about it, just go to um, uh, on Twitch, Richard Lewis Reports, just and view past broadcasts and just watch Return of By the Numbers 138. It is uh, a couple hours long, but if, if this really interests you, learn it or just read or watch more about like CS News and stuff. By the Numbers is Return of By the Numbers is probably the biggest show in Counter Strike. Was and, Thorn on, the, on 138? 
Yeah, so the the show itself is ran by Richard Lewis and Thorin Duncan Shields. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, and they're two. They're two freaking uh, legends, like journalists. Like they're they've been in the scene forever, and um. What what you'll learn is that Thorin is kind of an asshole. That's just who he is. But he's he's really informative and. Um, yeah. No. He he knows his shit. He knows his shit. Yeah. Is the thing, and so like, sure, he's an asshole, but he kind of gets a pass. Yeah. Uh, both of these people are are very net beneficial to the scene. Richard Lewis is the one who who came out um, with the Abbey Power Report and forced Valve's hand. Now he didn't want the players to be permanently banned. That's on Valve and Valve being shitty, but okay, yeah, that's, maybe that's probably another topic. Yeah, that's a ta- that, that's the topic we could go on for about for a very long time. Maybe, maybe next week we'll do the I by Power. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ne- next up on my little list here, I've got the World of Warcraft Shadowlands release. Okay, was, well, tell uh, me about it. So, I, it's not like I play it or anything, but. It's the number one selling video game of all time now. Um, I I didn't realize that it was going to sell that much, but it it it's the high, I mean it's the highest selling video game of all time. Um, uh, I have wow. friends that are playing that quit World of Warcraft maybe seven years ago or more, and they are coming back for Shadowlands. Um, like you, you and want I, to know something funny? Have... What'd you say? Sorry, I'm gonna totally like fuck up your topic. Okay, go ahead. So, World of Warcraft became the fastest selling PC game, or Shadowlands became the fastest PC game selling game of all time, right? Right. Cyberpunk broke it. Really? Okay, yep. so that's what I was going to bring up next was the Cyberpunk release, and I was gonna yeah. say that I, I, I had a feeling that it was gonna break it. Because I, I have, I mean, okay, my friend group, and when I say friend group, I mean like my Steam friends, so I don't don't know all these people in real life, but um, there is a certain percentage that when Shadowlands came out, a lot of them started playing Shadowlands that I never thought would play Shadowlands. I never thought would even play really World of Warcraft. Um, But then when Cyberpunk came out, I mean... My whole friends list is playing this game. Everybody's yeah. playing this game. I, I tried to play a game with um with one friend this morning actually and they were like, No, dude, I'm playing Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um like everybody's playing Cyberpunk. Yeah, and that's that's very, very true. There's a lot of normal people that I wouldn't think because I'm a huge fan of, of the of Cyberpunk genre. Like I, I love Ghost in the Show. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, the nineteen ninety five original. And I love Blade Runner, um, the, the also the original, and um, and it, it was always it's always have been a very niche genre, but Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven they've really pushed it to the forefront. All they right, really give, made it an enormous kind of. Let's give some uh, some back story to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Sure. So. There's this company, the one that made The Witcher 3, uh, yes. the video game series of Witcher, um, which is based off a book, I believe. Yep. Um, it's it's it has it's wildly acclaimed. Based the, off the Netflix show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, the the Netflix show is is also related. 
Um, yeah. So The Witcher, like, 2 and 3 did very well. They're considered, yep. like, basically masterpieces. And um, the same company decided that they were going to make a game called Cyberpunk 2077. And it was going to be based off of um, a, like, tabletop RPG by the same name. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and they started working on this, like, a long time ago. Yeah, um, very long. Yeah. And if any of you have seen the meme with, like, Keanu Reeves saying breathtaking, this is that game. Um, Keanu Reeves did a bunch of 3D, what would you call it, motion capture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did a bunch of 3D motion capture for this game. Um, he's in the game. Yeah. Um, if you like Keanu Reeves, you'll like this game because Keanu Reeves is is very uh, prominent. Very prominent. Okay, yeah, because that was one of the things that I was wondering when he, he felt kind of like when he made that breathtaking thing, like at, I think that was E3 or something, or like the Video Game Awards or something like that. Yeah. Um, when he came out, I was kind of like, what is he doing here? Like, did they just pay some random celebrity to hype their game but yeah he it, but he's actually he's like in the part game. of the game yeah he's in the game he's totally part of it and he's and i i think he's fantastic i love seeing him and i, I love hearing it so he's he's playing the part very well good good yeah because yeah. then i was also going to ask about his like skill in um voice uh, acting and motion capture because he's a he's a actor by trade but to me an actor Act, physical acting like for a movie is different than you know like just speaking into a mic you know what yeah. I mean um, yeah he he come, he plays his part very well like I'm convinced that Keanu might believe some of the things he says in the game in real life oh um, wow that is high praise like like I don't know I don't know who Keanu Reeves obviously I don't know what his beliefs are, but I'm starting to think he's an anti-capitalist oh, okay. uh, anarchist. Yeah, so the game the game is set in 2077, and it's supposed yeah. to kind of be this, like, capitalist future, but it's dystopian, and it's kind of like... Yeah, like, well, yeah the corporations run everything. There's, there's giant corporations. Yeah. Very, like, yeah, more than I can even explain in uh, they're unimaginable yeah, like, power there's just yeah, yeah and not only that but like there's just advertising everywhere there's vending yeah. machines everywhere like literally every wall is an ad or a vending machine it's yeah. just yeah um okay so you have the game and you're liking it so and i have yeah. tons of friends that have it and they're liking it <clears throat> so i do have issues so i would actually recommend everyone to wait Oh, okay. So, Wait for so what? So the game, the game is fantastic, but I, I, I often, and you'll see this in reviews, and I saw this in reviews as well. But although I pre-ordered the game, you can always cancel a pre-order. Um, but I didn't cancel. Now, so I to, but the issue is that there's just so many bugs. There's so many bugs. No, they're not. They're not always. You know, game stopping, but I I have I did crash twice. I did my I 
I did have to like reload twice. Um, did you lose a lot of save data? Uh, I lost a little bit of save data just once, and the but the the main the main bugs that you'll be seeing are gonna be like vi like physical like or visual bugs, um, and it's just kind of gonna like take you out of it a little bit. So the city is beautiful, you know. You have your uh, ray tracing on fucking ultra, and you have your quality on ultra, but then like things fucking uh, textures won't pop in, or NPCs will disappear, or 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 your car just suddenly goes through the map like mine did one time. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, and it's just the game is fantastic. These bugs, obviously, they would have had to delay the game for like a year to to fix this and they they wanted to get it out there and i i don't know i no i didn't want to wait another year but i didn't want these bugs also so um, you're saying wait until like major patch 1.0 or whatever yeah they've they've done a patch already and and they fixed some things um but yeah i would say just wait a couple months um wait wait they'll get they'll hopefully they'll get most of the kinks out um, I mean, I hope they stop um, the 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 forced overtime that they're doing with their employees. They're probably not going to do that, um, but that's probably just another topic. Yeah, yeah, crunch is definitely a topic we can go into. Um, there's two things that you mentioned. One was uh, the delays, so maybe we should talk about that. And then yeah. two was the ray tracing, which I feel like we should talk about just because it kind of relates to cyberpunk because it's like the first kind of game that really shows yeah. off what ray tracing can do. So um, let's talk about what was that first thing I said? Um, well, let, let's talk about ray tracing. Okay, sure. Oh, and then, the, uh, yeah. And then we can talk about the delays. So ray tracing yeah. is this new technology by NVIDIA. Is that correct? Um, yeah. yeah, I believe you have to have an NVIDIA card, uh, graphics card. And it basically, correct me if I'm wrong here, it basically tries to render, like, every every stream of light. And when I say every stream, I mean, like, every particle and the yeah. way that it reflects off of objects and the way that it would shine through and create glare. And so when you turn ray tracing on, in a game that supports it, it is incredible. Um, the lighting is just insanely, like, hyper-realistic, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, so the thing is that the RTX cards are... are the, the, the NVIDIA RTX series cards are the ones that can support ray tracing and they are expensive and they are they're they're kind of the supply is kind of not enough to meet demand if i am right about that yeah no they're their cards all of their cards literally all every every one of their cards are being bought out oh okay um, i didn't i didn't know it was that bad like like everything like you can't buy one from from a store uh just scalpers are buying them because they're low inventory yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, so men tell me, okay. Uh you yesterday you mentioned to me that ray tracing is so good 
that you would rather play the game at 30 FPS with ray tracing on than 60 FPS with ray tracing off? Yes. Um, um, you know, never for a competitive shooter. Right? This, this is just for, for a cinematic experience, not for co competition. For competition, obviously, I don't advise to play at 30 FPS with ray tracing. <laughs> okay yeah yeah I, yeah, uh, yeah I agree but yes cyberpunk is a very uh, beautiful game and um, I, I I turned ray tracing on or was on by default and I didn't really notice it was on I didn't really notice it however I was getting maybe 45 FPS right so I'm like okay well maybe I can I can turn it off and, and get 60 and I do I get 65 FPS if I turn it off but the thing is, the game looks bland. So it once you see the light being reflected everywhere, literally, like, um, you know, not not everywhere, literally, but <laughs> but you know, you look at buildings, you look at these huge buildings, and you actually see light reflecting off, and you you actually see reflections, and and it's awesome. Because normally, what 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 games use are cube maps, and you don't actually. You just look into it, and it's like kind of like reflection, but it's not a real time reflection. Ray tracing is real time reflection, and on everything that that has a reflection is real time reflection. So it's very demanding, but it's also very beautiful um, when you see it, and and then once you if you turn it off suddenly the game looks muted um so yes ray tracing is awesome this is the first time i've ever experienced ray tracing um i have a 2070 and and i'm able to run uh cyberpunk relatively well uh so with ray tracing on and in my and uh dlss i'm not sure what that technology is um but it's a setting and i have it on i usually have it on auto um and it kind of, um, it kind of, I don't know, it, it does change the, the, the quality. Like it, it looks, the different stages look different, but um, it, it, it does help to turn that on. It helps your FPS. Um, so I would recommend that for Cyberpunk. But yeah, the game looks awesome. The game looks freaking awesome. All right. So yeah, let's talk about the delays that came with Cyberpunk 2077. Do you, by any chance, know the original release date? Uh, the original release date was in September. Of 2020? Yes. So they it was September. Um, and the reason I know is because it's my sister's birthday. And not the date, but same month. And then they delayed it to November and then December. Oh, okay. That's not... That's not that bad. Um, I think... The, problem... the original release date was when it's done, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the only reason I bring it up is because there was not community... I, I wouldn't say community backlash, but I would yeah, say yeah, community yeah. response. There was a lot there of was, talk about it. There was backlash. There, yeah. It's always backlash with release dates being moved because it's like, you know, why can't you do it? Why can't you set a, a realistic release date? Why do you have to push it back? Yeah. Um... Um, I mean, but, I think damn, I, with the, with the amount of crunch and stuff, like 
Holy hell. Like they're, they, I mean, there's just a report. Listen, if I, I'm not going to talk about crunch because I'm not, I'm not like very um, familiar with the topic in, well, a little bit, but not with the topic in CD Projekt Red and then behind this game. I recommend um, anyone who is interested to look up a, a video game reporter. Um, he goes, or his name is Jason Schreuer, and he works at Bloomberg. Uh, he has a Twitter, um, and he actually uh, he used to work for Kotaku, and he actually came out with with an article about the Rockstar Crunch and how awful it was. Um, and recently he, I believe Rockstar, he, Rockstar Games makes Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Rockstar Games makes Grand Theft Auto and there was a, a shit ton of crunch in that game. So if you're interested in reading about uh, the crunch culture, look up Jason Schreuer. Um, that's C-A-C, or sorry, S-C-H-R-E-I-E-R. Jason, um, so look him up if you're interested in reading about that. All right, cool. All right, so I guess we'll wrap it up here for this time. Uh, we even have some topics for next time if we want to go into those. But yeah, I think I think I think that's good. Cool. Well, cool. all right. Thanks. Talk to you later, everyone. Thank you. Yeah.